Can't even hear the theme music. But welcome to can another you... long-awaited episode of Screen Blend. Can you not hear the theme music? No, no, no Aaron. <laughs> can you hear that? That's so good. Nothing. What? What is going Nothing on? Sorry, sorry, boys and girls. I don't know what's going on here. You can hear me, Jack, can't you? I can hear you, but I can't hear the music. So, oh, good. I mean, I'm, I... We've been gone for a month, and all hell breaks loose. We've had tech issues. It was just struck. We couldn't hear Will for a minute. He just sounded like screeching. Whereas me and Jack just had a lovely chat. Now we can't hear the sound yeah. effects. This is what happens when we take yeah. time off. This is really yeah, random. Yeah. This is really random, guys, because th- this should be working. I'm telling you right now. I'm just so anyone. Who, this is obviously great audio content as people are 50 seconds into the podcast and probably already disappeared. But if you're listening, I reckon if you're listening to the podcast, you're going to hear this ding right now. But Connor and Jack I can't, can't. I did vaguely hear that in the background, but that vaguely. might have just been like an echo from your sound. Oh, really? Because maybe I need to push some buns up or something now. Let's just boys and girls. Can you hear this now? That might have just been an just echo. Just in the from... background. Yeah, Very okay. Nice. So anyway. uh, in, in that respect, everyone, well, yeah, cool. Uh, you've had about seven dings now in the first minute of this podcast. Jack's laughing now. This I think is how this... the sausage gets made. This is literally how the sausage gets made. I've got no idea why this isn't working. But in the end, it doesn't matter because you can hear all three of our beautiful voices, I'm sure. So, yeah, Connor, yes, how have you been? Jack, Jack, get your that's face out of Get your hands out of your face. No one can see it. That beautiful face of yours. That um, so, yeah, we haven't done a pod for like a month, guys. What's up? Chad's con? Mm. Life. Life. I know. Just bloody. Life. Got to break everything. <laughs> don't break yeah, yeah. Lots happen. Lots happen. Uh, <laughs> we don't need, to, don't need to hear your troubles. Oh, come on. No, this is, this is a safe space. It Everyone, is. You, you can't be happy all the time. It's normal to be sad. Thank you. But no, it's just, it's mm. just been a busy month. Everyone's been off or busy. Or yeah. The schedules just haven't lined up. That's all it is. Yeah. Mm. It's. um. Yeah, it's a busy but time. We're back. That's the main thing. We're back, and probably the best week to come back, guys. What happened over the weekend? Big, mm. big bit of news happened. Bit of Comic Con. Just, just, just a little Comic Con. Is that the first one in two years? Yeah, not they didn't do it in twenty 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 one. Yeah. So, did anyone have oh. a Comic Con thing in their um, preview of the year? Did anyone have any of that shit? No one had a Comic Con question. No. no. Okay, that's I didn't. good. No. Um, this is more annoying me now about the. Um, the uh, sound effects. You can't hear the sound effects. It's really annoying me. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Have you it's added fun. some new no, ones or something? Are we missing out? No, but like <laughs> in the end. Oh, wait. Maybe you could. Can you hear it now? There we hey, go. Yeah. There we go. Again. Cool. Yeah, three minutes go. in. Perfect. I don't know what happened then. I'm hoping yeah. that any, everyone can hear me because for some reason, I don't know, There was it's something changed on the back end. But perfect now. I've had eight dings and nothing really interesting said in the first three minutes. Um, so I reckon we get straight into it because I obviously want you guys to hear the most important part of the show. What is this theme song? Oh, I missed that. The good old news. So, uh, obviously, Comic Con happened on the on the weekend, and there's we're not going to be able to get to everything, uh, but we're going to we're going to dissect and digest some of the best parts of the weekend. Uh, boys, we'll start with the big ones with the Marvel and DC, and then we've got some other news at the bottom. I think that's probably the best way to go about it. Correct. All right. So uh, I'm going to talk DC first because I want to do a little bit of an antidote, a little bit of a chat about this Henry Cavill stuff that happened because we have you guys all over sort of Twitterverse as it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday and YouTubers and everyone were posting videos that Henry Cavill's coming back and people were looking at flight plans from the UK because apparently he's filming The Witcher right now. It reminds me, I know you guys aren't obviously like soccer tragics, but people will do that about transfer fees for players and transfers. They will literally look up like flight paths and try and find when someone will get in 
And people were doing the same stuff about Henry Cavill. And I was thinking, he's going to just get a private jet across probably. Or he's not going to be sitting in like if he's coming from the UK. But what did you guys make of this Henry Cavill stuff? Because is this a problem with fandom at the moment that all of this we thought he was going to walk out? Con, what, what did you think of this? all this news that was coming up and stuff online? Oh, it's people just wanting, letting what they want cloud the actual facts, which I think is... It's just the evolution of where we've been at with all this sort of yeah. stuff. People are sure, are sure that he's coming back because they love him so much. And so any sort of small bit of evidence they can use to justify that becomes a reality for them. And so yeah. then I saw a tweet today. It was like this, the news cycle of um, of like rumors and stuff like that. And it was from uh, it was some one of those dodgy sort of clickbaity news yeah. headlines. And it started off, it was like, Fans convinced Henry Cavill gonna, is going to be there. Henry Cavill wasn't there. Fans are pissed about yeah. disappointing Comic Con. So you know, yeah, it's just uh, bloody. I couldn't agree more. Chad's your thoughts? Um, well, based on the next two bits of news, um, based on I think uh, when the actors also mentioned um, maybe something about Superman as well. Um, I think the DCU is just in a bit of a mess right now, especially with what we're going to talk about next in terms of what's actually being referenced, what they want to keep um, and what's going on uh, after the latest Justice League remake, you know, the Snyder Cut, whatever. Um, I think it's just all over the place. and But I don't think we're going to see Henry Cavill anytime soon, though. That's my view. Is it? Is this the same point? Like, I uh, I love what you said, Con, about like the different uh, news articles and stuff and uh, or headlines. And I think that's like what your point is, Jack, at some point too. It's like maybe they need to just come out and say he's never coming back. Like it's done. We're But we're not doing Superman movies at the moment because right now the next Comic-Con, the same thing's going to happen. Um, the next in Shazam, or unless they're literally waiting for maybe in Black Adam or something, he comes in with a cameo and they're really trying to um, hide us from something like that happening. But it's just the fans are the problem. And I don't know if we'll talk about it with Marvel and whether they were sort of pressured into a lot of the stuff that they announced to really show that there was a plan. But if we're looking at two completely different uh, platforms right now, one looks like there's a plan and one doesn't really. And one's a bit more open than the other. But if we're talking Shazam 2, guys, you watch the trailer? What's what's your thoughts on that? And uh, do we care? There, I don't know if we do. What, what are we doing saying Comic-Con or Pro? Is that is that the is that the game, Connor? <laughs> Yeah, the sort of there's plenty of titles yeah. I can come up with, whether we're pro project or yeah. con, not convinced. Or yes, oh, like that. that's very good. Comma convinced <laughs> or not? Yeah, that's good. I like it. Let's go. Let's let's run that in. Are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah go with that. I like it. Uh, I am ambivalent. I'm neither yeah. for Shazam two. I like what a lot of the first mm. one was fun, and this looks like it's just more of the same, right? Yeah. Helen Mirren doing the super villain thing could be fun, but. It's fine. Yeah. I, I might not go see it in cinemas, but I, I'll give it a watch at some point. Mm. Chad? Mm, I'm not overly interested. I think, when did the first one come out now? It feels like it was ages ago, but it was, what, 2018? Or yeah, something I'd like say that. something like that. Um, I'm not overly excited, but I like the, the in the trailers, the Fast and Furious reference when he was talking to Helen Mirren, and considering she's in it, I thought yeah. that's a good oh, yeah. uh, pullback. Um, but, uh, you know, let's be honest, I think we'll see this, but I'm not sure how many people would be generally excited to see this i don't know it, the trailer didn't really captivate me nor did nor did the villain and that sure i'm very blur about this is is this harsh to say it, does it feel like another just wonder like it felt the trailer felt like wonder woman 84 or whatever it was like we're just doing another movie for the sake of it uh it didn't really catch me on anything and we're going to talk about one of the best trailers we've ever watched later in the show but if you if you connect if you put two and two together one wins 
so far advanced than the other one, if that makes sense. Like this trailer was just like, here's a movie we've got because you sort of like the first one mm. and we're back again. It was just a standard superhero movie trailer. Like, yeah. It's all the beats you expect. Yeah, it's very like... I mean, the first one wasn't a massive success. It made 366 mil yeah. off for 80 to 100 mil budget. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was enough. Yeah. It was enough to be successful. And I think the angling of it is like a kid as a superhero is probably a bit more aiming for that family-friendly vibe. Yeah. You know, so it's a bit younger aim. So I think there's a market for it, and the DC diehards will see it, of course. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like that's mm. yeah, and it's probably the same with Black Adam as we come across to it. And I don't know if this is a whole um, problem with this whole where they're going compared to Marvel. And Marvel's obviously showed us what the next five years, essentially, or next three years with a million projects that are going to look like. But does Black Adam and the fact that we don't really know what's going on with DC hurt or hinder the fact? Because I'm 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 sort of I'm not convinced with Black Adam at the moment. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not convinced either because, like you said, there is no plan. What's connected to the previous DCU, what's not, I'm all over the place. And I like a bit of a plan. I'd like to see, you know, here you got Marvel doing, you know, their future phases. Where are all these films going? Like, I want to know. Mm. Is that, that, was the other thing is that, that harsh of us to say that? that? Yeah, sorry, go con. My apologies. That was the other weird thing about the Shazam 2, two trailer is that yeah. they were referring, you know, they were saying, oh, there's a Flash, mm. there's a Batman, yeah. and they're cutting yeah. directly yeah. to, you know, Ben Affleck of all Batman, so yeah. not Robert Pattinson or anything. So they're still, it seems like that's kind of tied there. I don't think any of that will be in the movie necessarily. Like, they'll just mm. mention Batman or whatever. But it is weird that they're still, they, like, they're still relying on that for their marketing kind of thing. But yeah. it seems like they're moving in the opposite direction now where they're just doing standalone stuff, which yeah. I'm not against. Like, I actually... I kind of like the idea of having two different, you know, having one that I don't have to follow yeah. every single film and TV series, and one that's and one that I do. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, to, to that I, I I agree with you. I'd just like them to come out and say we're just doing movies, and here's the next six movies. I know we sort of have an idea, but at the end of that, I would have kind of liked them to say because I don't know who still their headliner is, and just be like, here's our next three years. This is what we've got coming. Like these are because I know there's Batgirl, but is that on a, a DC streaming services? These sort of things. I don't know if you're looking at what's coming next, Con. But like, like that's what I just sort of missed at the moment from theirs. Is I don't need to know that they're connected and Shazam will show up in another one. I just kind of want to have an idea of what the next couple of years looks like. Not we know we've got Aquaman. I think Aquaman's happening this year too. But where was even some stuff about that? So like that was just yeah. That's like, a that's a weird one. Yeah, that, we haven't got seen pushed it. back had, next what? year. Is it pushed back a whole year now? Well, we've had like yeah. March 17th, a little bit. Not a, not a whole year. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. But yeah, that's another one that's been in the works for a long time. And we've only seen, what, five seconds of footage from that in like those random like montage yeah. trailers they put out earlier. Other than that, the only other things we've got coming. So yeah, we've got Batgirl, The Flash, if that ever comes out, and yeah. Blue Beetle. And I think Blue Beetle and Batgirl are both HBO yeah. Max yeah. films. So I mean, it could just be that they're figuring it out. Like they yeah. don't know they're going to do a big Marvel-esque yeah. announcement of what's to come, but they might just still be talking about it. Yeah, because I think that they had to keep the Flash stuff quiet. But um, And to your point, Jet, no more Snyderverse. That's sort of dead dead and buried right now. Did anyone read up on the stuff mm. that was happening with Snyder and some sort of other fans and movies and directors and him sort of like using his fans as like uh, like his online fandom is like power and then like scaring off other directors and people with some things. Did any of you read about that? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I heard about it over the weekend. Uh, I don't know if that's I exactly. A little bit about it. I think it came out, there was like a study or Warner brothers or someone yeah. did a study about 
this like the hashtag Snyder Cut yeah. movement or whatever, and it found that a, like a, a some proportion was um like bots, yeah, bots, and then it also tied into stuff that you know I think alleges uh, alleged that Zack Snyder was like weaponizing his fans and stuff like yeah, that. that to was it. Yeah, push for more and things like that, and he was mm. pushing back against Warner Brothers and like particular producers and stuff like that. He wanted names scrapped from credits and things. So, I mean, it was already pretty ugly before. Um, and now it just seems like it keeps keeps going. Yeah, like that's sort of what... Yeah, that that was what I heard. And then he was sort of scaring off other, like, other films were getting... Oh, that was they were getting review dumped. And then other directors were asking, mm. like, Zack Snyder to tweet at his fans to not review dump other films. And he's like, oh, it's not my problem. Like, they can do what they yeah. want, and they they were a bit pissed off. Um, yeah, that's anything. Anything else to say about DC, or is that just the quick conversation? Because it's sweet f all, really. Well, I don't know. I just think Shazam two and Black Adam and what was shown just look really generic. Uh, they look like another DC movie that something that's ten years, you know, too mm. late. And I think they're not really experimenting enough with I don't know storytelling. Yeah, and um, some of the characters. I just think they really just need to take a new direction and tell us what what's what's going to happen going forward. Well, funnily enough, I will like, say, I, yeah, go on. I just watched the, the new black Adam trailer, like yeah. as we were talking and uh, like, it actually looks <laughs> like, I'm not really interested in it, but no. it looks good. Yeah. Like it, it, and this is a conversation again, we're going to come back to, I think in a little while, but yeah. actually like visually it's yeah. very, actually quite impressive. Apart from that weird shot of the rock flying where he's clearly just lying on a brick. <laughs> yeah. But like, like just start like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, the, all the hero shots and stuff actually look quite good. Yeah. So that's, that's something mm. that I'm kind of interested in. Yeah. Because I think that's the, the, the crazy balance that they're going to have soon is because you'll get Joker 2, what from all reports is something like a musical. You've got probably the Batman 2 in two years or something um, with that. And so you've got disconnected movies and then they're still going with the connected stuff. What sort of like, I guess that's hard to sort of get excited for, like we were saying. But Black Adam looks interesting, just not convinced that it's going to be something that we want to need. Um, as we move into Marvel's panel, we can, can we talk about before the panel... Uh, what were we expecting? Do we have any thoughts of what was going to come out? Did we think we were, they were going to leave? Because I think they blew out what I was expecting them to show, to be perfectly honest with well, you. I didn't they? think they were going to go as far as this. I thought they were going to wait did for the Avengers be- stuff for um, D23. It felt like they only announced that they were going to be at Comic-Con not long ago. Yeah. I could be wrong about this and just remember reading it from ages ago, but it, it felt, yeah, so it was a bit surprising to see them all of a sudden, like, you know, check Twitter yeah. yesterday morning or whatever it was and yeah. see all this stuff thrown down. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn, it's all kicking off. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a surprise. Yeah, I think from from mm. that thing, I thought they were going to talk Black Panther anyway because it was about time for the trailer, obviously, what we've got and we'll talk about in a sec, and She-Hulk, and they were going to say one or two other things and maybe just clarify um, what's coming out in the next six to 12 months and go, here's some sneak peeks. But I wasn't expecting them to go as far as phase six and really show us what was going on because I I don't know if people uh, can agree with this and maybe comment us uh, on one of the posts we've got on our socials of whether you feel like they were maybe pressured into this because a lot of people I feel like have been saying about phase four is there hasn't been a clear direction and then Feige came out last week or something and said, well, well if you can put two and two together, if you watch everything, you can clearly see where everything's going, what they obviously announced. Um, but a lot of fans are like, oh, it doesn't feel like it's connected. And some people are like, well, if you watched phase one, it didn't really tell you where it was going, if you're being perfectly honest, what's where we currently are in this in this multiverse saga. Um, now we get another trailer of She-Hulk. Are we convinced or concaved? I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, mm. I'm, I'm convinced. I think I'm mm. intrigued enough to... I like that it's sort of got Ruffalo in there yeah. as OG Hulk, and it seems to be like a... Again, feel a bit different. Yeah. Um, I mean, mm. I'll, it's a Marvel show, so you kind of have to watch it to keep yeah. up. But it does look... You know, I think it looks that this trailer was better than the first one that they put yeah. out, which you know sort of looked a bit rough around the edges. It still looks a little off, but I'm mm. more convinced by yeah. it. I think. Chad's. Uh, it's not. I it doesn't have me at like a Moon Knight level excitement. Yeah. It's Miss Miss Marvel excitement. So when it airs, you know, what in the next one month or so. Yeah, I won't be sitting down probably to watch it unless the pilot really grabs me, to be honest. I think um, it looks okay. The CGI, like yeah. Connor said, is a little bit better than the last trailer. So it's a start. I think there, were, there was a good image online that was showing around of the like, three different versions of the CGI that was like well, like a trailer on your phone, then like another YouTube HD one, and then like the Disney Plus trailer. And the Disney Trust, the Disney Plus trailer looked fine. It just felt like where they'd put them was depending on the quality that you were going to get, if that kind of makes sense. Um I just think the She-Hulk thing is funny to your point, Jack. I still feel that when we talk about Miss Marvel later, as much as it probably wasn't my favorite, it was probably the best of the ones that have come out in the last year or two. I think, um, and it's the best Marvel. review. Yeah, Miss Marvel. I thought it was just a good fun time. And hmm. when it comes to She-Hulk, I'm I'm more interested to see how they do the different, like the nine episode sort of idea of what they're saying it's going to be like a villain of the week style thing that she's representing, and then over then the overarching theme. Uh, what what I, what gets me excited? The fact that Wong also jumps in there, I think, is going to play a bigger role in the fact that he's sort of the connective tissue of Phase Four and maybe Five. That maybe he's bringing everyone together. I don't know if that's true or whether there's like an Illuminati aspect that maybe he's going to start that up. Uh, I thought it was fine, and yeah, like you said, to see that was, a, that was a weird twist. Like, yeah, I, it does. Like it seemed to like to be a lot more self-contained to yeah. that, and it seems to be getting more into like the Doctor Strange-esque world of things, yeah. all the mystic stuff. And he's talking about the universe at a crossroads or whatever he says. So maybe it is going to be more directly tied in. I think like the She-Hulk comics, she's become at some points like she's a you know a lawyer for like it goes into all the like the Eternity stuff yeah. that we saw and thought, which we'll get into a bit later, like a bit more cosmic stuff. So whether that ends up happening, we'll see. Yeah. And they're clearly aligning her with the fact that maybe she's going to be the new Hulk and, and how this works. Yeah, I think the fact that Ruffalo's in it and looks like he's going to be in it for a little bit. Like it's not just going to be maybe one one episode. He might be there for a fair bit. We'll, we'll be cool. Uh, next one we'll move on to is Black Panther. Now, we've all been talking about this for a while of what they're going to do with Chadwick Boseman and how that's going to work out. There's an interesting fan theory that remind me to talk about a little bit later, just found on TikTok, that looks a bit interesting of a way they're going to do it. But we get the trailer that's not far away now. What was your honest thoughts, Jads, as you watched this two and a half minutes? I thought CGI-wise it looked incredible. Uh, it look, almost reminded me of that new Avatar 2 trailer because it was yeah. a lot of like environmental nature shots. Um, the one thing I didn't like, and I'm sure you guys can come back and give yeah. me an answer to this, but from a general audience perspective, there wasn't much direction of who, where the storyline's heading, some of the main characters, um, which was like, where is this going? Now, Chad's not here. Like, who are they actually going to assign as the main? Are they going to have several main characters? Where is this story going? Because it didn't give me a whole lot. Yeah. Can't. I'm actually very okay with that. Like, yeah. I like the vagueness. I think it. Hmm. Um, I think this is, this is like one of the best trailers we've had, not just for a Marvel film, but just in general for a long yeah. time. Like, it's just, I think, because it, it knows, like, people know the story, like the backstory of the Chadwick yeah. Boseman has passed away and everything, and so they know they, they build on that. Really, yeah. they. I think it's sort of the way it transitions from hmm. sort of that 
the slow. The, I think yeah. the music in particular is just is the thing that now like yeah. brings this all together. Yeah. Like the transition from that is fantastic, and I think it really nails that sort of. You know, it understands that yes, this family's grieving, and then there's that really strong part from Angela Bassett. Yeah, who just lets loose. You know, she's saying, you know, I've lost my entire family. Yeah. you know, like mm. what else am I supposed to do? Yeah. Before transitioning into you know teasing more of the action and teasing Namor, which yeah. was rumored for the longest time and is now a reality, mm. I think I think it's good to not have um, an idea. I like yeah. I like being left guessing in a way. It's yeah. better than the alternative yeah. of just spelling everything out. So, and I think this is a really powerful way to do it because yeah, just of everything that's going on around it. I think this is more about building emotion around yeah. this film more than anything. Well, I. I watched that trailer probably ten times yesterday. Maybe a lot of those were off like different right. YouTube YouTube breakdowns that put like the trailer at the start. So I watched it again, and then just before mm-hmm. we came on, I watched the first like the original trailer from the original film just to see how like if the vibe was sort of different. Obviously, the vibe is different, but the use of music to action to how they cut that trailer is surprisingly similar in the way of this one being mm-hmm. like that was sort of like a joy. Look at us now, like we're showing our nation to the world. Um, of what is Wakanda and sort of like look at what we've actually produced to this now where it's like the first 90 seconds is so somber. And I agree with you, Con. Like I I reckon they won't even have like a Black Panther. I feel like the mantle, I feel like Shuri will get it, but she'll be the Black Panther. But then you'll have like M'Baku as the king. Like there'll be different ways. There'll be multiple people sort of as a family leading this going forward. It won't just be one person, I think. Um, and maybe that's through the role in the film uh, at some point. But I, I just think the way they built the tension, you get, I got a lot more than I thought we would because there was a lot of cut scenes and a lot of like, oh, now we're in these water scenes, now we're, we're seeing these characters. And just the way Neymar looked, mm. Neymar, that's the uh, left winger for Brazil, <laughs> uh, Neymar um, looked was really, was, really, was really good. And I don't think I've been as emotional from a trailer in a very long time. Now, some people are saying the Guardians trailer is even more emotional. Uh, what I don't know. But we haven't how, seen that yet. We haven't seen that yet. But this Black Panther trailer <laughs> really got me super excited. And I feel like this will, this could get to points of this will beat the first one. I'm, that That's a prediction I'm going to say is going to beat the first one in uh, box it's, office. I think this will be... It's a sad reality that yeah. the, um, his death will propel this, yeah. this to bigger heights potentially because yeah. especially if it gets good reviews and yeah. stuff, people will want to know how this goes on without him. <sighs> like, mm. So I actually watched the first Black Panther last night because I just couldn't really sleep and I was like, it's 10 o'clock, I'm yeah. like, I'll chuck it on. That is still such a good movie. Like, that is still such a really good movie and the fact that they've been able to look like they've pulled this together in a rough timeline that they're expecting to really get this going and with everything that went on, I'm I'm flabbergasted, to be honest with you. And when we'll see it, we will be. But that trailer, no, honestly, that trailer was fucking unbelievable. Like, so, yeah. And I think there is a lot, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of details That's in it. it. Like, I was, I was looking into, like, the Namor stuff, and yeah. it looks like they're going for a very, like, Aztec sort of yeah. design for the for them and the yeah. Atlanteans, I'm guessing, yeah. is what they're called. And then all the stuff that seems to be going on with, like, this military stuff going on in between. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, yeah. I think... There's plenty there. I think it's just not if they're not spelling it out for us, which is no. good. I feel like there's going to be a third interested party in this, and I don't know if any of us have heard or who we think the third interested party in this whole story is going to be. That's sort of uh, wrangling their fingers above everything else will be. I, I accidentally heard some spoilers, and we can talk about it later. But uh, I think we all sort of know where roughly this is going if you know the comics. So it's going to be going to be good, unless you guys want to know. Not now, not now, after. <laughs> okay. 
Don't ruin it for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's 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 really it, it, they they're coming from a good point. Uh, the only other, uh, per, I'll just say, I really want to see how they handle this. And I get without it being like a really shit way of saying it, because it can be someone in a suit. I feel like they might even have something happen to him early on. This is this is not to do with that spoiler. I was thinking. I feel like they kind of just can't have him just be like written off or died off screen. If that makes sense. I feel like in the opening scene they've got to have something. What happens? And mm, I agree. They're, they're mm. going to talk about. It. I don't know if we have to see it, but like as in, but may like maybe because he's in the suit or something happens where he sacrifices himself mm. or something for someone. And I just so don't want. I just don't want him to say off screen like he just died, and I'll be like, okay, like unless they go down with the same route of why mm. he died in real life. But I'm also not against. Yeah, I think I've said that before yeah. on the on the show that I think. Well, I like an idea that I had was that they start with the funeral. They start yeah. opening like, and just basically they go with real life. They say he died from yeah. cancer. Yeah. He's, you know, for all the stuff he did, he was yeah. a human being. And I think yeah. that really grounds the story as well. It yeah. becomes, you know, for the first mm-hmm. one being about this fantastical futuristic African nation, which is really cool. You know, we can't it back, save this. The, yeah. There are still human people yeah. very much at the core of this. And it becomes a story about grieving and mm-hmm. moving on. And how do you honor that? And, yeah, there's a lot of themes that they can get out of just being honest and like yeah. it's not just a story anymore. It's like this is what happened. So yeah. how do we how do we move on yeah. with that? I actually really like that. That's that's another good one too. Uh, Kevin yeah. Feige then said Phase Four was ending with that, so that was Phase Four was done. Um, and then all the big stuff. Yeah. And then out of nowhere. So we're not going to go into everything here. We're just going to sort of rattle through quickly because we've got a lot to go through. And this will be our Comic Con or not or pros or cons sort of thing. Uh, Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumania, whatever we're calling it now. Anyway, uh, apparently they got some Vision of Kang and a little bit of a teaser trailer. The the basic story mm. is showing the fact that uh, Scott Lang is now a bit of a hero in the world and he's sort of trying to be a bit famous. He's taking his 15 seconds of fame that he's literally saved the world and he's written a book and has a podcast and telling stories of how he did it and now he's then got to be back and he's got to save the world again and come back with his family to do this. Now, just quick thoughts. Go straight away, yes or no, and you've got 20 seconds each. Con? Oh, well, well apparently Bill Murray's in this as Modoc, yeah. which I find hilarious. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, they, Kang's in this as well. I'm, Ant-Man, Ant-Man's never been the the big must-see, but, you know, uh, let's, let's go not convinced for this yeah. one. You know, I'm not super excited for it, but... Yeah. Jads? I'm convinced. I mean, this sounds like they're, if they're introducing Kang a bit more into this, I feel like this is going to set it up to, you know, some bigger things going forward. And as much as I didn't like the first two, I feel like, they're taking a better risk, bigger risk yeah. on this one, and I'm actually very convinced. Yeah, hmm. uh, I'll say the same with you, Jack. That's two v one, Connor. Your route. Um, oh, dang, no. But I, I think more just the fact that Kang's in this. If this was another villain, even if it was just Modok, the fact that they've also been honest and open that Kang's the villain of this, and then the next, as we'll talk about later, Avengers movie is about Kang. Gives me enough of a reason to be excited for this, and, and that gets me going there. Especially uh, after all the Phase Four going everywhere, and yeah. you know all that kind of. Thing. It will be like a must see. Like I think yeah. they've chosen this one deliberately to kick it off because this is going to start. Mm. Like okay, Kang's in this. Let's this is let's get this him is in. where we're going. Let's get everyone on the same train. Yeah. Mm. Um, Maybe I am convinced. Maybe I spoke too soon. <laughs> no, but I think in the end you have to be. No, no, that's fine. Uh, Secret Invasion, Connor. Yes, no. Pros or cons? Uh. No. Yeah. Jack? I don't know. It's just it. 
Um, oh, I'm kind of keen more so than some of the other television series and Amelia Clark's part of it. Yeah. So, and she's my crush. So if she's in it, I'm there for you, babe. Um, Priorities. The only Not reason. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Kobe Smolders. That guy from um, Bridgerton uh, yeah. or something. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I'm convinced for this or I'm mm. excited for this is uh, the fact that I hope it's more like a crime thriller sort of thing that anyone can turn into a scroll at any time. And if they play off yeah. on that, so we've gone from like comedies and it feels like She-Hulk's going to be like a romance action sort of comedy sort of uh, crime drama uh, weekly person, whereas I hope this is a bit more like what some parts I was hoping uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was going to be, like a sort of European yeah. espionage thriller of can we trust anyone or not and who's real because I feel like then at any turn there's going to be a scroll and someone will die or they won't be one and it's going to be – as interesting mm. as I thought. It's a big twist. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it could have yeah. ramifications, like big ramifications, yeah. especially if there's heroes involved. But I also do worry that they're just going to hit the same beats as Captain America, the Winter yeah. Soldier, because we had that sort of infiltration yeah. thing already. So we'll see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, going into the Galaxy 3. Connor. Convinced. Yeah. Convinced. Yeah. Just straight up convinced. Yep. It's Guardians. Yeah. I think they're. I mean, Guardians 2 was fine, but there's still like such a. Yeah, key. You know, James Gunn's back. It sounds like they'll have a big impact on what's to come, and I think it's. They've also said it's going to be the last Guardians film with yeah. this sort of mm, team crew. that we've had for the last five, ten years. So, not convinced. Jack, I'm convinced that you know a whole lot of information wasn't given, but I know it's all in the in the pipeline. It's all filmed. Um, I'm just really curious to see how they if they're going to bring back Gamora, if at all. Um, but I'm definitely down for this more so than some of the other stuff we're going to talk about well i think they, they said, are yeah she's coming back but she's not obviously yeah, the same 100%. one yeah she's not the same she was one, in the though, footage right? yeah that they showed um like um, i think quill's okay. trying to convince her to yeah. get back together with him or something so yeah be in. yeah um and i also just like the cast that they're pulling together like a lot of james the james gunn characters and actors that he likes to use um because whoever's the higher evolutionary and sorry connor did you play the guardians game yet or not no, you haven't. Yes, no, no. not yet. And Jack, you were obviously a fan. <sighs> yeah. So that, I, that, I feel like this story is going to take a little bit more of that game also too, where the higher evolutionary is the bad guy and then you're getting out of Warlock. And I, I'm going to butcher the name, but the, the guy who's being the higher evolutionary who was in um, Peacemaker is excellent. So him playing that role... Um, I'm not even going to say the name. Chicka Witty <laughs> or something. Oh, no. Yeah, so he, he's excellent. So I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, as we move back to sort of street-level stuff, Echo. Now, is Echo going to be the next Hawkeye of the phase or um, is it going to hit the arrow or I don't know. I was trying to think of an Echo oh, oh, uh, <laughs> sort of pun. But nice. thanks, guys. Because uh, right now I don't know if I can hear it. Oh, that was that was rapid fire punnage. Thanks, um, guys. I guess I'm impressed there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, I'm not super excited. I think yeah, not convinced again. I think just the the way we know Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be in this as Kingpin again. I think Charlie Cox as well, who seems to be like the the big yeah. star of Phase Four at the moment or the next couple of phases. Uh, just the way that they sort of did the D'Onofrio stuff at the end of Hawkeye wasn't a big fan of. So yeah. I think it's going to take mm. a bit of work to sort of get back to that yeah. where we're from and sort of if they can craft something a bit deeper through it. Yeah. Chads? Mm. Well, to be honest, I think I would have been more excited um, to see Matt Murdock back if they didn't have 
the, his own series, which we'll talk about later. Um, if he was coming back in a bit more, you know, of a fashion in this and that didn't exist, I'd be more excited, but I'm not convinced. Yeah. I think at the moment this is just going to be another one of those, like just to push the story along in uh, phase phase five, it is. <laughs> Pardon me. Hmm. Um, and uh, I reckon there's a bit of a screen filler, I feel, at the moment. It's a bit of fill time and it's just going to sort of increase the yeah. level of characters on the, the bottom end of the Marvel Universe. So uh, that's good. Next one, who's probably my most excited as now I see the photos. Uh, we're seeing photos of the Loki series, season two getting filmed right now. And just seeing Wow back is just exciting me. Uh, um, oh, Wilson. <laughs> and I, I kind of forget again how good I re- and how much I really liked that show and seeing it come back again and why I didn't think we needed it and then I thought it was probably maybe the best one of Phase 4 maybe shows, I'm trying to think. Um, just how, how it opens up the universe of a character I don't think we needed at that point. Um, it's intrigued me. So I'm I'm very convinced. It sounds like I'm convinced with everything, but I am of this one and a couple of the next ones I'm not. So, uh, Con? <laughs> uh, I'm also convinced by this. Uh, like you said, yeah, Loki was pretty solid yeah. from you know dip in the middle as is tradition with yeah. all these marvel shows at the moment but it was pretty solid from start to finish and i think the concept is really cool like a a multiversal hopping adventure and hopefully that we just get more of that yeah chads yeah more multiverse more on wilson i uh, i and it actually probably was my favorite show last yeah. year from bmc uh so um yeah bring it on um next one I'm not really marveled at this oh, one. All right, mate. No, I am. Uh, uh-huh. Miss, the Marvels. Now, besides the fact that I actually really, really enjoyed Miss Marvel for more how fun it was, I'm just not convinced with Captain Marvel and where they're going with this. And I just want to see a trailer of how they're going to work all three of these characters in. And I've done a little bit of a research into the finale of Miss Marvel, but I'm still just not. If it's in my level, it's lower down of what's coming out with this stuff. But we need it, and it, it, I'm sure it's going to be exciting. Chads? Um, well, um, from what I've watched, I haven't actually finished um, Miss Marvel yet, but from what I've seen and actually watching, um, yeah, all the content, um, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm not really looking forward to it because I really didn't even enjoy yeah. any of the stuff that came before with any of their characters. So, yeah. yeah. Con? Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not hugely convinced either. I started off hot, and we'll talk about this more. Um, later like i was a i started off hot on miss marvel but sort of fell off towards the end yeah um and it's it does seem like they're merging like especially the ending of miss marvel they're trying to they're doing a few things at once yeah. which i think i'm interested to see how that happens but i also don't really understand how it kind of lines up yeah at the moment um mm. but yeah like i wasn't a big fan of the first captain marvel film um so it'll be interesting to see how they what they do next especially seems it's it seems like they're like you know what She's just not going to get her own film again. Yeah. We're going to make it a, a three a three piece. So I don't know. Yeah, not really convinced, but we'll see. It's just these god tier level characters are the ones that stress me out a little bit, and that's why I don't mind some of these other ones. That um, we'll talk about Thor a little, obviously a little bit later. That I just don't know. Like maybe is that why she's bringing in? Or the, we got to bring in the other characters. Maybe that's to I don't know. I, I just feel like she's so OP sometimes that it's hard to have like who's the villain of this and what's what's going to be the problem and why she's there especially when yeah. secret invasion and that sort of scrolls are their own story unless they're still playing a role in this somehow uh next uh it's time to to sharpen them uh our blade how, uh-huh. how are we are we are we going to slice through this one or um we're going to leave it intact 
I'm con- I, I'm convinced. I, I don't know. I think it's this is like a. I think there's an opportunity to do something really cool with this, yeah. especially if they're sort of harken back to the original blades, which are yeah. a bit cheesy, and they're sort of you know all leather, whatever, cool, yeah. edgy, dark vibes, and yeah, I don't know. I'm convinced, and I think Mahershala Ali is awesome. Like he's a great actor, so I think he can do a lot with that. Do you think they'll throw in a couple of the other sort of Midnight Suns uh, characters that they're thinking about in a way? Um, is it Midnight Suns? Is, oh, yeah. is, that, is that the game? Did I get that wrong? Is that am I right? In there? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the game, but I think it's both. Like yeah. as a team, yeah, I think they keep it pretty self-contained for the film. Yeah. Like they've got to do the whole vampire thing and introduce yeah. the concept of that, and then maybe at the end we get a Moon Knight tease or something. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think the trick for this is to keep it self-contained and just do that tease at the end. Yeah, Jads. Yeah, I'm convinced. You know, I love good old Wesley Snipes back in the day and looking forward to uh, – yeah, no, I'm convinced. Yeah. Is it time to uh, get the ironing board out or are we going to oh, break God. someone's – I don't know. <laughs> You're really forcing this. Yeah, I am. Uh, Ironheart. <laughs> just a little. Just a tad. Yeah. Uh, Ironheart, do we care? Is the fact that there, we get a little bit of this in Black Panther making it interesting or what, what are we thinking? Uh, yeah, I think it, it's interesting. So I don't know. I actually don't know much of her in the comics, whether she is Wakanda or not. So maybe that's how we're getting it in the, um, in the film or is she linked somewhere else? But I think I'm not hugely excited for it, but I think there is an opportunity there to tell, you know, to talk a lot about legacy, especially yeah. when you're dealing with not just Chadwick Boseman, but also Iron Man as a character. Yeah. Like how do you take on that role of, you know, the first superhero, yada, yada, yeah. how that falls out from there. So. No, no, not much. We, we don't really know a lot about this one yet. Yeah. I think the fact that it's a TV show is probably helping me a little bit more than it's a movie that we can maybe fl- flesh it out a little bit. I know, Chad. Mm. <coughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know much about this one. I know it's like six episodes or something. Mm. But um, mm, do they actually really give a lot of detail? No, nah, we just got to re Williams in the Black Panther stuff and that's about it roughly. That The stories, mm. again, like probably to everyone here now, um, who's listening and, and if you've sort of looked up a lot of this is maybe just do a quick bit of research into all these characters and I feel like they're copying all of the storylines in the last sort of 10 to 15 years from the comics and some of them are interesting so if you start thinking oh we don't need another Iron Man have a look they've done it in the comics and it's worked roughly so there's, there's a reason why they're coming out with this sort of stuff too so um, probably the next one that I really don't care for and was I don't know if this is rushed I don't know if this is rough this is a big babal. Like, I don't know how they're going to get six episodes out of this. They obviously have a plan. They have something to do. But Agatha, Coven of Chaos is... I, I don't want to just say, big, yeah, say it, but I'm with you, Con. I, it's just a big no for me. What's the point? It's a big no deal. No, yeah. thank you. I, I'm happy to... I don't know. No, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I would be more intrigued mm. and interested if they said, and it was... Like Wanda and Agatha, Coven of Cat. Like if they went, well, Wanda's back somehow, and it's those two are back again, dealing with demons and devils from other universes or some shit. I don't know what the deal is, but like, what is this going to be? Like yeah. a, a bit of a comedy, or is it just going to be her? Are we going to go back in time and deal with that side of the MCU? They haven't really told us. Did anyone ask for this? Did anyone ask for this show? Like honestly, were there people it. like, oh, great character? Everyone loved the theme song from the show. Yeah. They were like, yeah, let's, let's, people love the song. We've got to make a show about it. But is, is, <laughs> is this a reason, again, though, they're like, they must be sitting at these famous retreats. I'd love to have, like, be a fly on the wall at these retreats. And maybe someone goes, how about we do an Agatha show? Like, we've got, like, a bit of time that we've got to kill. And it's easy. Like, 
relative to it, I'd feel like I'm looking at a lot of these and going like, well, I'm sure they're loving doing Echo because it probably saves them a lot of money because it's just street yeah. level characters. And whether, again, this will have a little bit of CGI with like some, like, you know, some purple sort of things coming out of their hands and stuff and like lasers or, you know, like mystical spells. But it doesn't seem like there'll be, like a lot of it will be grounded. So I don't know if they look at some of these. And I know that's how some TV shows are made of like, well, this saves money. It's grounded. We're using the same sets where um, I feel like, you know, the Marvels is expensive. Maybe Blade's not as expensive. Like, I'm just trying to think of random ways to think about this as also that maybe it's like we can cover six episodes. We, we deal with the July part of dropping some shows and we deal with sort of the 1800s in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where we talk about witches. And maybe that connects with something like Blade or something at some point. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something random like mm. that maybe we call back to something and, you know, knowing them, they'll probably be the best fucking show like out of it somehow. So, yeah. I don't know. Anything else to say? No? No, I don't really like no. those mattresses no. to start with. Okay. So. I like Captain Hart. Yeah. I really like Captain Hart. Oh, do you? Yeah. I just don't know. I just don't see the point of this one. Yeah. Well, can I just say, luckily we weren't blindsided to this Daredevil announcement because... Yeah. Didn't you just didn't use that twice? Yeah, I did. Maybe I did. I don't know. I can't remember. I was happy with it. And I was like, well, maybe I got it wrong. Uh, but I don't know. The joke's born again. So uh, Daredevil born nice. again. Thank you. Uh, sorry, Jack. You're a lot like ripping your hair out at the moment with these. But when uh, we knew Daredevil was coming back at some point um, in his own show, we, we had that suspicion. But did anyone think we were going to get 18 episodes? Like that's how, blue. That was the, that was the biggest surprise. Like, yeah. forget the Daredevil stuff. Yeah. Cool, great, but eighteen episodes. Like, yeah. we need an eighteen episode run. Of yeah, the show. <laughs> that's like that's an NCIS season. That's what I mean. And some people are laughing, like, because when he goes and Daredevil's back, eighteen episodes. He had to clarify. I was like, season one is eighteen episodes. It's not. Uh, yeah. It's not like we're doing three seasons and there'll be six in each. He was like, no, no, no it's eighteen. Yeah. Now again, is it going to be like an NCIS where it's? I feel like it's going to be more than what the Netflix ones were. This will have, I don't know, it's going to be the set time. I don't know, maybe some are 30 minutes and some are like an hour. I've got no idea. What are they yeah, going to do for 18 know. episodes? It's just retaining quality, I think, over 18 yeah. episodes over the previous Netflix. Of, well, there was originally, what, eight in season one, two, and three? And, yeah. and even those no, seasons dragged, dragged out. Like yeah. That was the, the common criticism with all those Marvel shows is that they were too mm. long. Yeah. And so it's funny to think, see Marvel be like, hmm. Longer. Yeah. Well, if they hadn't done She-Hulk in the way that I'm expecting them to do as like a different villain every week, I would have thought that would be Daredevil. Like we're going to do a different case he has to solve each week. And again, maybe it is like an NCIS. Maybe he's pulling together and he's he's solving crimes every single week as like a detective in the way of him being a lawyer to like get his characters off. I don't know. I'm trying to think of different ways that they can do this. And there's an overarching theme. But 18 bloody episodes, where are you getting this content from? Like, Yeah, don't know. But you know, we didn't mention that he. It, it looks like he's going to pop up at the end of she in She yeah. Hulk at some point yeah, sorry, with a little yes. of what looks like Daredevil in the costume. Mm. But my, I think, I, like I'm convinced, like I, Daredevil the show is great. Like, and if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it. Yeah. But my only, <clears throat> excuse me, my only concern <laughs> is that um, like I, I just want to know what they're like. Are they going to make it like every other Marvel property, or is yeah. it going to still have that Daredevil identity where yeah. it's dark and gritty? And the Born Again title makes it seem like they're going to still talk about his faith and how that yeah. relates to his vigilantism. So that's more, I'm more, I'm excited for more Daredevil because that was great, but it's, I'm worried of like what path it's going to yeah. go down. Because I think the thing for me that I'm, 
Because Born Again's essentially part of season three. Is that right? Like that Kinda, sort of yeah. some of it is there. So are we just going to jump in again and it's going to be like, well, this is the Daredevil. And they'll say, I'm hoping at some point they also go, that Netflix is universe 524. But essentially this is a very similar character. I'm just trying to think of like, it's the same things have happened. We're just catching up with him, let's say, well, after season one or two. Like he's been Daredevil a bit and maybe then we can get a different Punisher or something down the line. But... I don't know, because I feel like season three is a bit of born again is into the way of how it ended in Defenders and then him coming back. But, um, yeah, this is just really, really cool. I, I just don't know how the 18 oh. episodes is going to work. Um, as we move along, Captain America, New World Order, we get Sam Wilson, his cap. Uh, this was sort of leaked the day before because they trademarked some some names over in Europe and people find, found that out. So in this cap, obviously I'm excited because cap, cap movie. Yeah. Convinced. I want him mm. to... I think it'll be a good film. Like, I like the idea of a new world order because yeah. it's probably not just about the villains and stuff, but it's also about Captain America himself. Self, like, yeah. And I want this to carry on and do more with what they started doing in um, yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Falcon which is a, bl- mm. a black man now has the shield. Yeah. Like in a country like America, that's obviously a big deal. Yeah. So big deal. So let's mm. talk about that. Let's have that conversation. Yeah. It's gonna. I don't think they're gonna do it like as much as it <laughs> definitely needs to, but they they definitely should. Yeah. And you know what? Push mm. push the boundaries. Like, really push yeah. it, you know. Um, mm. now, the last one of Phase phase 5 uh, that I was happy once I saw it. I didn't know if this was going to be a TV show or a movie, but I'm happy. Thunderbolts movie. Now, is this going to be their version of the Suicide Squad, essentially, that they're going to throw this out there and they're going to do the dark jobs of the MCU and be the new team? Or are they... Because I thought at some point maybe they were going to be the villains of, like, an MC of, like, an Avengers movie. Uh, but I feel like it's more than they might be like the Suicide Squad style. Jad's your thoughts? I'm keen because in this group of people, you can confirm me if I'm wrong, yeah. is Deadpool in this group? Don't think he'll be in this, no. No. Do you mean okay. in the comics say, or like be in Marvel? Like in the films? Uh, yeah, yeah, if he comes into the films. Don't think he'll be. Uh, I mean, actually, it, it, I mean, it could happen, I guess. We, yeah. we don't know. But I don't think he's ever been really associated with him in the comics. Yeah. Like, it's been a oh, okay. separate thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, in that case, I don't know enough. Carry yeah. on. <laughs> I think it's a cool... Um, like, is it this being positioned as the end of the film, kind of, I think yeah. is cool because it's sort of... Like, there's no Avengers. Like, no. So this is the team that's coming in to fill the gap, potentially. Yeah. And that's mm. this could... And it's... You know, it's villains that are being yeah. resold as heroes. Well, that's the concept of the comic yeah. books anyway. These are all supervillains who've taken on new identities yeah. and are selling themselves mm-hmm. as heroes. So if they can sort of position these guys as like the anti-Avengers yeah. and then that sets up a clash at some point, mm. that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Mm. That's a that's a, that's a a civil war, the next civil war we've got going on. And I think it sort of brings up the need for an Avengers team again. Like, it's like, oh, we've got these supervillains who are pretending to do good, yeah. but they're not really... We need to get the team back together to go handle this. Yeah, because I feel like that something's going to have to happen. And I feel like the difference between sort of Marvel at some point lately is the main. Like, what I feel like a bit of Phase Four has been like main characters losing, aren't always winning, or something. They've they've got to deal with loss. And whether this again is at the end of Phase Five, what brings like you said, Con everyone back together is maybe they lose, and they've worked out that the villains yeah. don't go the next mile to save the day, or they don't put themselves. Uh, obviously, like Suicide Squad, they don't have the chip in their head. 
but maybe they don't go the extra mile to save the day. And then, like you said, the Avengers have to come back and um, we, we go from there. So uh, next we move on. Sorry, we've got Fantastic Four. So that's phase six now. So funnily enough, phase five is only 23, 24. So you're getting all of that in two years. What is kind of crazy. Like if I'm being perfectly honest with you, you're getting all of this and this. Now, if they pull everything out to be seven and a half out of ten, I'm not asking for everything to be a nine. But if they pull all of this out to be an average of a seven and a half out of ten, I think mean, unbelievable kudos. Before yeah. we we'll before we go on to the filming and stuff. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jack. You go, Tom. You go. Oh, I was just going to say before we go on to phase six because I think we all yeah. are very excited for phase six. I yeah. think like that that's the easy one, right? Yeah. Like we're all convinced mm. yes. by it. Like. <laughs> I was having this conversation with someone yesterday when all this was coming on. Like, I look at this lineup and, like, we've gone through and said which we're convinced by and which we're excited. Mm. But, like, as they're announcing all this, I didn't <coughs> feel, like, the excitement that I yeah. did back in the day, like, in the peak of the, mm. you know, when they're announcing Endgame and Infinity War and that early rush. Mm. And it's been the same sort of with the last few Marvel projects and films. It's a bit just like, oh, here's more. Great. Yeah. Does it sort of, is it sort of starting to feel like an obligation to you guys? Like more than a, more than anything to get excited for. It's like it's like, right, gotta add these to the list, gotta keep gotta keep track. Chads? Uh, I think it is. It's not nowhere near as exciting as it was in, you know, 2011, 2012 when the first Avengers was announced. I do feel like they just need to do it just to show that, you know, there is an end game here. There is kind of a culmination of all these stories in some big epic, you know, finale or storytelling. And I think people like having that goal. The excitement's not there anymore, especially more so for fans. But even for the general viewers, I still think they'll get even more out of it than what we will. Um, I think to your thing, Con, though, I feel like if they didn't say what Phase 6 was going to be, I would agree with you. Because I think that's why they had to say it. Because I think people would have gone, where the F's our Avengers movie? By the end of Phase 5, like, where's that? We went all of Phase 4 with not one. We've gone all of Phase 5 now without one. Like, is the Avengers ever coming back? Like, what's the point of this? And the fact that then they went to that and then I'm like, then we'll talk phase six now. But I, w- I tend to agree with you. Like, why, why are we here? If we're talking about connectivity and, wh- and where we're going as a future of this franchise, you're throwing out random characters. I get it. You, we're just sort of playing in this world in this sort of sandbox now. Like, where are we going? And like, why, why bother with a Captain America 4? Like, what, what are we here for? And I think m- maybe we're getting this clash now, what will come in those next two movies or the two big ones that are coming out. I think the issue that I find, or maybe not issue, but an idea, something, anyway, um, is that everything is being positioned as like a, you have to watch it to understand the rest. Whereas I think Mm. it would be way more digestible and way more sort of less intimidating, even as someone who's sort of watched, like we've all watched all this, like the stuff leading up to this. And even looking at this list, it's like, that's a lot. Like it's a lot to watch. Like even if they could somehow like make it clear or even if not every show had to have some big world changing ramifications, you know, like, like with Moon Knight, it was nice. It was just Moon Knight's his own thing. Yeah. Like he doesn't like at the end of it, he doesn't really tie into anything else except a season two of Moon Knight. Yeah. And it'd be nice if they did a few more of those shows where it's like, it's not, you know, it's there if you want to watch it. It's just expanding the universe you know, horizontally rather than making everything more, adding more wrinkles to the whole plot of things. Like it can have side stories that yeah. don't necessarily have to tie into the into the overarching plot. I think for me, I, you nail that perfectly because for me, I want, I kind of hoped She-Hulk was going to be a bit more than that, but I guess the fact that it's Hulk was probably getting away from that. I kind of hope sort of Echo and Daredevil are that. 
where you can miss them. Mm. Like you can if you want. Like we're not going to, but the general public. Sort of the same with even the end, like Miss mm. Marvel. I was kind of hoping in some respect that I liked the end sort of teaser thing that we got, but you kind of didn't need it. But I guess that's also the yeah. reason why it's the post credit scene. Uh, and, and But you know what? The problem is Thunderbolts. You're going to have to watch this other stuff before, but I hope that they can sort of pull that off. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe Ironheart, you don't have to, to watch it. And maybe, again, they're going to lean with that. But I don't know. I, I tend to agree with you too. But I, I think the last, these next three, and then looks like phase six is going to go in a certain direction. We've been t- talking about this for ages. But uh, Fantastic Four, obviously exciting. Like we're all, we're all cool for that. We, I'm guessing yeah. D23. I'm just thinking D23 is going to announce all of phase six. Uh, phase. Yeah. Mm. And we'll get that yeah, direction. Yeah. And so that's good. The fact that they showed the um, the fact that they showed that you know they had the big phase five graphic of the timeline, yeah. and then they had phase six, and it was like bang, and then they had a bunch of other gaps, and yeah. then the other two. Mm. That seems like they're setting us up something. Yeah, they're setting us up there, and I, I feel like that will be D twenty three, and they've already show, told us it's the multiverse saga. This is why we're here. Uh, then we get the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. So that's that's what we're here for. That's what we're building towards, and. We have an end game. We have another end game. And you know what? They were pretty pretty against telling us all that sort of stuff previously. And now they go, here's till 2025, 26. And we're getting two Avengers movies in the same year though. So with movies and TV shows in between, I'm just flabbergasted. For, for more of this is that they've told us what's going on. So uh, we know roughly where this is all going anyway, but how they execute it, I don't know. Probably my biggest takeaway from all of this, if it is true, is the fact that the Russo brothers are not coming back. That's been confirmed yeah. by Kevin Feige via Deadline that they are not coming back for either of those Avengers movies. And they've been talking about Secret Wars so much in the last two or three years that this is the dream project for them. So unless they're saying no, my only thought at the moment is maybe like a John Watts or someone's going to be doing it because he pulled out of uh, Fantastic Four. And I feel like they've got to pick someone who's done some Marvel stuff before that knows that they're literally... Marvel's going to tell you what we're doing and you're going to have an idea and you're going to put your own spin on it, but you're basically making sure that 180 characters can coexist on screen together and film two movies back to back. I'm even yeah. having a feeling that one of those ones in between could be another Avengers movie and you could be getting like three and like you could make a massive, I don't know, that's just some random thought of mine or whether like a Mutants movie is also that or something that um, you're pulling stuff together. I don't know, I'm yeah. just really going out there now. It's a big like... The Secret Wars plotline in particular, like, I don't know if you've read the comics, but it's about every multiverse colliding, basically, yeah. and destroying it, and then all the multiverses are, like, patched together by Doctor Doom to make one. Like, it's a massive yeah. story. Like, it's the first, uh, I think it was it was a big deal for the comics because it was the first time they ever, like, reset yeah. their entire canon, essentially. And it didn't change much, no. apart from a few minor tweaks, but, like, does this set the stage for a reboot? Like yeah. how much, like it's a massive concept that they're potentially going to do, but I can, mm. I'm sure they'll condense it a lot more yeah. than they did. But yeah, it's just a, it's a big, it's a potentially a, a very big thing. That's even more like a massive scale compared to Endgame and Infinity yeah. War. Like that was just aliens essentially fighting, uh, yeah. but this is with mm. time travel, I yeah. guess. But yeah, but that's- I'm a, uh, no, I'm I'm excited. I'm just listening to Connor. I'm entranced by what Connor has to say. Go on, Connor. Oh, stop it! No, I was just going to say. I think there's definitely there's there's gaps there that will, once we get the answers to what's yeah. in those gaps, we'll get more of an idea of where this is heading. 
Yeah, I think that's so that's please, all. Jack, go on. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I'm just excited. That that's all. I've just bring on more Avengers films for me personally. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so we be- we better jump onto the next ones because we've spoken ages about this one. I think it's actually been a very riveting conversation. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, <laughs> uh, I think typically VFX. Next, we're going on a bit of news. Sorry, boys and girls. Uh, VFX artists talk smack about Marvel. Is this anything new that sort of VFX people are not happy with their work conditions? Similar to game, some game developers and people working on this sort of stuff that the deadlines are too tight and they're not spending enough money and they're working crazy hours to to get CGI done and it's, it feels like it's not getting finished in time. Kind of shit. Thoughts? Quick 30 seconds. Well, this, this is coming out of like a, re- a Reddit thread of yeah. people, like VFX artists basically mm. coming out and saying that like Marvel's one of the worst clients they've had to work yeah. with. Like they want, they've got sort of unreasonable demands for what they want. Like I think they're saying they want three different versions of everything yeah. before so they can have the option of it. And people are saying they're overworked and they're over, like this is putting strains on marriages and things mm. like that. So it sounds like just terrible working conditions. But I think the interesting point is that this is also coming at a time where everyone is sort of talking like i think we've all had the same criticisms of the last yeah. bunch of shows is that the vfx have been not great yeah especially compared to those earlier films like endgame and infinity war look i was watching a clip from it like as we started the show still super impressive yeah but compared to what we're getting now is very like meh yeah so it, it could be and that's another thing looking at this lineup of shows and movies that's coming up are they they're just basically these VFX artists are going to be working 24 seven to get all this stuff done. Like there's no break between movies. It's just go, 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 go constantly. And I think it seems like, I mean, whether from my end or the general conversation, it's like, seems like there's a strain being put on the process potentially. I think that's what the conversation is starting to shift to. Can I ask you guys at some point, I'm surprised Marvel haven't announced or Disney haven't announced their own VFX company. Is that fair to say? Isn't that, or is that what they're doing? Basically it was industrial light and magic. Like that's who they relied on for a long time. But do we still use the Adelaide guys here to do a fair bit of it? Oh yeah. True. Yeah. Rising Suns. yeah, yeah. but they're small yeah, shit. Rising Sun is a small studio in comparison. Are yeah. they hire what? Like five or six, seven studios per but, movie or well, something? Don't they? That's what I mean is I'm surprised that they haven't just gone and done their own to control the narrative mm-hmm. of people being like, well, why you're working for us? You sign a contract. This is what you have to do, and they'd like. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I don't get why some people use contract. I know why you use it, but like I'd be surprised yeah. that they haven't just created their own one yet. And with yeah, the, the, more with the amount of shit that they're bringing out. When they had two movies a year, there's no point. But when you're releasing 14 bits of content, and you're going to have to have people working 24 seven, essentially, yeah. you have people always on stuff like. Rising Sun would be through the roof. I don't know. I, I don't know how this works sometimes, but I would have thought at some point you would have had your own. Especially uh, if you want to keep a consistent quality, like to yeah. have all these films looking. Yeah. Like they're not skimping on the like the TV. Like these, no. the TV shows are essentially on the scale of the films. Yeah. So you want to keep that consistency mm. and that quality throughout the whole thing. And I think bringing new studios in every time, which I think has been brought up in these Reddit threads and stuff, is that they're outsourcing a lot of their yeah. VFX work to different companies. You need the consistency. You know, yeah. you want the same hands. On Yeah, on the work. Uh, yeah. Next, yeah. Well, I was surprisingly, Miles Teller in talks with Tom Cruise about Top Gun 3. Should we leave it or should this one jet off for a third? <laughs> You're on fire. Tom Thanks, guys. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think we need it. It was perfect. We don't need a third. Yeah. We don't need one. What's the next story going to be? It's going to be the same thing. This is why I think it worked so well. It was 40, 30 years after the last one and it was just intense. I don't want to talk anymore because that seems like it's stupid. 
Just sit. That seems like a that, that seems like a money grab. If I've ever if I've ever seen a money grab, this sounds like it's going to be a money grab. And I feel like Tom Cruise you doesn't can make do... the same point for Maverick. Yeah, but Maverick was thirty years. That's what I mean. Is like it feels like, but you're yeah, doing yeah, like another time. one. Yeah. you're doing another one three years later. What's the story going to be? Are they going to yeah. fly some more planes? Mm. Uh, nah, I'm not <laughs> having any of it. Yeah. You know Lots what I'm having? Yeah, I'm not having any of it. Uh, Netflix lost <laughs> one million subs in the last quarter. Uh, it's big, ticking. Big. It's massive. It was like five times mm. what they lost last yeah. time, and everyone freaked out, right? Like yeah. They lost two hundred thousand, I think, in the first quarter, and yeah. now they've lost a million. Which I think they said it was below their estimates. Like they yeah. were expecting to lose more. Um, so mm. maybe it was I think Stranger Things mm, helped it. Stranger Things season four, I yeah. think, helped stop some of those numbers from getting as bad as they thought it was going yeah. to get. Because we'll talk about the gray man. Yeah. The bleeding's yeah. still getting worse, though. Yeah. I think is the issue, right? Like it's not getting better like it's still a sizable loss compared to what they had at the start of the year so i don't know mm. i think we've, t- we've talked about this before like the issue with netflix mm. and in the the current state of streaming services but i don't know what what can they do how do they stop it mm. i don't even know if making better content because i'll talk about the we'll talk about gray man later i still think it's a good net i still think it's a good movie it's just not enough you're just spending a crazy amount of money on it uh lord of the rings and uh house of dragon trailers are, are we Excited for these at the moment because I feel like I'm just going to watch all the rings when it comes out, and I won't touch House of Dragons. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll watch both. I love Lord of the Rings, and I kind of want to watch yeah. all the movies again before this comes out. You know, like we said before in another episode, it's the most expensive TV show of like all time. So I'd love just to see how good the visual effects are, and I feel like it will be it's a movie in itself um, of really high quality. So I think I'll definitely be watching that one house of dragons if it doesn't pull a game of thrones towards its final seasons i guess it's too early to tell in season one um I, I'll, I'll be down for it it's i'm not as interested as i was if you know the previous you know game of thrones season ended on a really high note um but i know that hopefully if this succeeds they'll take their time with this one going forward so i'll give that a watch too i think the whole world will um, regardless of how keen we seem right now yeah i've never been a big lord of the rings fan but I'm interested in the show, and I think I'm I'm one of the few who was like fine with the ending. Like the ending of Game of Thrones was a bit rough, obviously, but I was like okay with it. So I'm willing to give it a second chance. I also just think it's really interesting that they're coming out pretty much very close to each other, right? Like the two big, uh, arguably the two biggest fantasy properties in film and TV are going to be competing against each other, and I'm just really interested to see who comes out on top. Mm. Well. I don't know. Oh, the both of them will be all right. Uh, and then I think Jack and Jack and I, you and I, were excited for this one. Bloody John Wick Force in baby, far out. Brussels sprout. This looks yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows by now that my dad is the biggest John Wick fan yeah. of all time. Um, so when I send the trailer, he he was just frothing at the yeah. mouth. It's like Jack, this is the best thing ever. When's yeah. it come out? Set out tomorrow. I'm like, nah, Dad. Yeah, yeah. I have to still wait. You know, it would have come out two months ago. You know, if it was if it weren't for COVID. Um, yeah. But I think it's got a March 23rd, 2023 release date. But it's just more John Wick. It's yeah. more uh, he's shooting explosive rounds at people in this trailer. He's like blocking um, bullets with a sword. <laughs> yeah, blocking bullets with a sword, whipping someone with a rope yeah. against the high table. Um, nah, it looks awesome. Yeah. It's everything I want. Yeah. It's... The trailer did make me want to go back and watch all those films again. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it, it gets I've nearly better. It nearly gets better with age, I think, too. And because I think as we continue doing this show and we continue to watch movies, I appreciate something that 
from a difference from Fast and the Furious, like we love Fast and the Furious for the sake that it's stupid, but it's getting so stupid now, whereas mm. this is stupid, but they at least care about the rules that the universe that they're in. And as much as John Wick falls yeah, off yeah. like a building, like for the next 15 minutes, he's going to limp. Like, and you're going to be like, oh, okay, well, mm. like off film time, that could be days, but like he's injured. I just appreciate something that takes care in their universe's sort of laws that they're trying to put out. And it mm. fucking does well. God, mm. that God, that movie's good. Um, God, those movies are good. Uh, as, as we're sort of running on time, I think it's... That's not to say there's 10 minutes left or it's uh, time for recess, but it is show and tell time, boys and girls. And uh, it's good to have you guys back. We're going to go through a fair lot of stuff really quickly and we'll do Thor 4 first and we'll, go, we'll, we'll whip through it as, as quickly as possible. We've all got a lot of stuff um, to talk about. And like I said, we're, mostly we're, the same though. Most of the same stuff. We might hold one or two if we really want to for next week. But the more I talk, the less you get to listen to Connor talk. What's your first one, uh, Con, about Thor? What's your thoughts? Disappointed by Thor. Um, yeah. I thought it was just okay. fine. I think, like, it was still an entertaining film, but I think there's just nothing. There's not. It's all jokes. It's yeah. all they've gone full Taika Waititi, mm. which you know is it's not a good thing. It's a good thing. Like we like Taika Waititi. He did really well with Ragnarok, but I think the difference between Ragnarok and this film is that there were, there was substance behind the jokes. And it seems like every time they start to delve into something that could, you know, an actual character development moment or something a bit more serious, Mm. it just gets sidetracked by a joke, which I know is an issue. Like with people have this as an issue with the Marvel films in general. Mm. It's like every serious moment has a little quip at the end, Mm. but this one is just, it's even more so Mm. pronounced that, it's just the jokes. It's it, and which really sucks because some of the storylines in this film should have had more time dedicated to Correct. them. Like um, mm. Valkyrie should have had more development because yeah. she basically ends up the same place that she started yeah. this film at. Yeah, Jane Foster, especially, I think that storyline should have it. It should have been built into more. Like it shouldn't yes. be ended. Have ended where it did. It should have. That should have been the mm. start of a new paradigm. Basically, yeah. I think, mm. in my opinion, like yeah, I agree. think. Yeah. Every opportunity for change that they maybe should have taken, they didn't. And where it ends up at mm. the end of the film, I generally don't. I'm not really interested yeah. in Thor. Like, there's not. It feels like they've run out of. They don't know what to do with Thor anymore, yeah. which is what they had mm. at the at the start of Ragnarok. And it yeah. seems like they've just ended up in the same place. Chads. Yeah, I agree. I think, like you said, Con, I th- me and Will, I think we both decided mm. this movie at least in another 30 minutes. Yeah. It was still two hours, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't think we got much into gore, you know, and yeah. I expected him to, you know, have a be bit more fleshed out and show that his evil side and show yeah. how big and bad and powerful this character is. Um, but, but yeah, it was just too many jokes, um, you know, especially, you know, it's one of the serious topics is cancer and they just make jokes on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they know where to take Thor next, and um, I was disappointed. I was funny, definitely, but yeah. just nothing could develop from the jokes. I think as as Tyker sort of uh, has the ability to create what he likes, and what he does, he, he does some really good stuff. I just don't know where we're going now in the respective future of Thor, if that makes sense, and, and, and how he's... I don't know. As we talk about like Valkyrie and we talk about them now going like, oh, look at us. We're joking about Infinity War. Like now, I like the fact that Asgard could have been. Con, um, uh, next time you disappear, remember your headphones are still in. Um, <laughs> uh, I was listening. I wanted to hear what you had to say. Yeah. yeah. No, um, like. I didn't like how they were joking about Asgard, like as in the new Asgard was like a tourist destination. I would have kind of liked to have seen in this one that them building it up, like Valkyrie's trying to like that sort of maybe where her character development 
I think everyone wanted to see was she's now like the queen there, but she's just running like a tourist park. Like she still wants to be a fighter on mm. fighter, but she can't. She has to be like a politician now. So give us some scenes of her like that. And Thor just becomes a bit of a joke, and I know he's overpowered, but like the first scene with the Guardians, I know why it's there and sort of, again, this is the end of the COVID problems with sort of Marvel and how Guardians 3 was supposed to be before and then sort of it's balanced around a little bit. Mm. But Guardians are supposed to still be like a team that can defeat anyone and they need Thor to come in and save the day. That kind of annoyed me a little bit. And Thor's gone now from someone that he's had his own home sort of destroyed and he goes and just destroys this other for a joke. Like probably one of my most hated mm. jokes in sort of cinema and TV where, oh, they've done something to like you know, save the day. But the silly blundering person's also destroyed the building. Like, it was a bit. It was like this is a shit. This is shit comedy. This isn't what Tyker is. I don't think he. It's low hanging fruit. Yeah, it is like let's go for the cheap lines. Mm. And you know what? I thought the um, uh, animals, the goats, were funny. They were fine. But if you didn't like them, that's a really annoying joke that continues to come back. Uh, the sort of Molnir and um, Stormbreaker sort of feud is funny. But if you don't, yeah, but it was a bit like, okay, here we go. This is what we're going to spend time on. The only thing Mm. that could have redeemed this is what some people are saying online if they went with it and said if this was Korg's retelling of the story because he doesn't really, like, he's, like, not as developed and he's like a kid retelling the story that sort of, I don't know if that works because obviously he tells the story at the start. So whether they ended the film with him, like, retelling the whole thing and it came from his perspective would have been maybe a way you can get away with something. But, you're talking about Jane's cancer and it's just sort of thrown to the side a little bit too. And you can tell this is being cut from something that maybe was two hours, 40 minutes and the studio has gone, we need it to be two hours and more fun and more action. And, uh, here's thought, but I don't know. I was just a yeah, bit disappointed. I, I think Jack mentioned before, yeah. sorry, I was no. that, um, that gore, like gore, Who is he? gore yeah. was a bit, yeah, mm. it was a bit of, and he was a bit of a disappointment, like a waste of Christian Bale. And I think, that storyline as well in the comics is excellent. It really, it like, it's a questions of faith. It's like saying, should we really be praising these gods? And yeah. I think I saw this in a Twitter thread or something. Like, Gore's right in this film. Yeah. Like, all the gods in this are assholes. And, like, yeah. so they're not, they're not proving him wrong by any means. And no. I think that's, again, I think we've kind of gone full spoilers in here yeah. anyway. So if you haven't Sorry. already yeah. been spoiled, this is just a full alert. But, like, how much better would it have been? Or this is, like, mm. I would have loved it if by the end of the film... Thor's like, oh no, Gore's right. Like, yeah. all the gods are shit. And that's, like, in the comics, that's how he loses his hammer in the, yeah. in the first place and Jane becomes Thor because yeah. he realises that he's not worthy for it. Yeah. How good would that have been in the comics to see Thor go, I'm not worthy anymore, yeah. I'm not going to be Thor, I'm going to go do a thing yeah. and let Jane actually mm. take over for more than a film because at the moment she's just mm. one and done and, well, they're obviously yeah. setting her up for more but, like, we could have. We needed more with that. We needed yeah. not one film yeah. of her struggling between cancer and yeah. saving the world. Like mm-hmm. that should have been a drawn out thing. That would have ended in like could have ended in such a like an amazing moment of sacrifice potentially. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's just they tried to just get it all done in one, which really sucks. I think as it goes, I think you nailed it. I would have loved to have seen a fifth one where maybe Thor's hunting is not the correct word for Thor movies, but he's trying to stop all the other gods and try and make them sort of. Uh, uh, 
atone for their sins in some sort of way. And maybe that's how he fights Hercules. Oh, that's the end. Spoiler is there it is anyway. Um, <laughs> that's fine now. We've spoiled enough of it. But like maybe that's what it was. And then Thor, Jane Foster Thor, Thor has to sacrifice herself in the fifth one. I feel that could have been a little bit different. But I don't know. I'm sure between in phase six we'll get Thor five and that's going to be there somehow. Uh, they're gonna, but you know what? We've got to go in another direction. Um, I think that's us. Oh, I give it like a... It was just one of the lower seven. tier. Yeah, seven. It was still a good time. I think the more annoying thing is it's like it was all right, um, but I can't get on top of it. If that like I, I, if that makes sense, like I'm not enjoying. Um, like it was just fine. Like I feel like another thirty minutes and I would have loved it, and I would have been happy with the comedy. It might like if they just answered a couple of these other things. I think I. The most damning thing I can say about it is probably that I like Eternals more than I like this film. Yeah. And I think that sort of speaks to sort of what I think about it. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I I, I kind of with you there. I mean, Eternals is so serious. This is so completely other direction. (laughs) Yeah, completely Um, opposite tones. Yeah, yeah. And for both, better for worse, they're almost somewhat can be boring because one's too humorous and one's so serious there's the balance isn't there for either or i don't think yeah you know there's some really quips in the eternals but it's really like yeah anyway Uh, (laughs) yeah give tell me about the gray man because i haven't seen it yet we went to watch it as a house like last week when we had guests over on wednesday because we saw the reviews pop up and we're like oh hell yeah it's it's out and disappointed so i want to know if it's actually any good um i'm gonna say and Jack and I have seen a lot of shitty movies in our life. If I paid twenty bucks and we went out this Friday night to go watch it, I would have I would have been happy to pay twenty dollars at a cinema to go watch it. And I did pay twenty dollars to see it at the cinema. <laughs> did you actually, Jack? When did you do that? It, it, came, it came out for for four or five days before. Um, it's released. Yeah, if if you saw it at the cinemas, so I saw right. it on like the nineteenth or twentieth at the cinemas. And you had you, yeah, sorry, yeah, I thought it was fine. I saw That's, a trailer. Yeah. I saw trailers for that at the cinema I went to to go and see Thor, and I was very confused for a hot yeah. second, but there you go. That's why. Yeah, um, and I just want to say as well, on the big screen, because I watched it with Dad as well on um, the smaller screen, um, some of the CGI, uh, poor CGI shines through, especially during a certain plane sequence, Yeah, um, which I noticed definitely watching on the big screen. I'm like, this is some poor, shitty effects. Yeah. Um, but watching it on the TV, I was like, okay, I'm, I could kind of see this. Yeah. Um, but overall, as an action film, fantastic. Like, yeah. If you love action, just mindless action. It's really good. I love Ryan Reynolds. Um, not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Um, what, Ryan Gosling. I think he has a really good dynamic with Anna Diarmas, yeah. especially after Blade Runner. Um, Chris Evans plays his dicky self yeah. from like Knives Out, which I also love, and there's complete contrast from yeah. Captain America. Um, some of the action scenes are a bit hard to see due to either fireworks or flares yeah. or some really fast, dark scenes, um, which I'm not sure why yeah. that was the case uh, because some of the cho- um, choreography is really, really good. Mm. Uh, but I think if you're looking for an, a really high-budget action film with some great actors, this is the way to go. And I think it's one of the Russo brothers' better films they've done as yeah. recently. Um, but I can see why there would be haters for this film too. I think I think the best thing is in these types of movies is not look at the Rotten Tomato score. Go look at like an IMDb review or something else because you can clearly see why uh, reviewers and people who are verified on Rotten Tomatoes wouldn't like this. Um, mm. If we're going on something like that, I can clearly see why they'd come and nitpick certain things. But And I think that's probably the problem where it becomes like an action movie, it's just fine. And for uh, a Netflix one, 
I think more our problem is when Netflix go like, oh, we spent $200 million on this and how do they actually reap the rewards? Whereas I think if it, if you – I don't know how this would got cinemas if it was released at cinemas. Like would it make $200, $300, $400 million? I don't know. But it was mm. it was fine. It was good. I'm never probably going to watch it again unless someone really wants to watch it. But when it comes to like action movies. Unless it's a sequel. Yeah, mm. unless it's a sequel that they pull out. And they sort of set up some sort of aspects of a sequel in there. But I thought it was just fine. It's not shit. It's, it's truly not shit. It's just not amazing. It's not a Mission Impossible mm. John Wick, but it's that next tier. It's no. it's good. I think the easiest thing is it's a good movie. So, um, I'm okay just, with that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I was trying to think of another pun, but I'll, I'll let it go. Um, yeah. Has anyone watched the Terminal List? I watched that last week. Chris Pratt, just for episode it? one. Mm. Watch it; it's good. It's uh, <laughs> no, no. no. I, I, well, you know what? Um, when it comes to Amazon shows, I feel like they really nail their sort of espionage, sort of thriller style. Um, like Jack Ryan, mm. uh, Jack Reaches Amazon, isn't it? Yeah, Jack Reaches Amazon also. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, Terminal List, Chris Pratt. Uh, typically, like if you. Basic rundown, he's like an army character and something's gone wrong. A lot of the people in his platoon have died. He comes back to deal with the sort of PTSD of that and some stuff ensues, uh, typically because he's getting hunted down and then now he's hunting off people on this list who have done him wrong. That's essentially it. And it sort of drops down in one or two spots, but it's the typical thing where you get through three or four episodes, you just want to know who the people are on this list and who's the people wronging him. And there's really good action. Mm. It's really good action. And uh, I don't know, Chris Pratt plays the character well and there's some good supporting cast. And as always, there's twi- as episodes four, five, six, seven go, there's twists at every end of every episode, what's good for streaming, because you go, I'm just going to watch one more episode tonight. And I got it done in two days. Will I ever watch it again? Probably no. They can't do a season two really. Uh, that's not a spoiler, but they probably really can't with the way the character it ends. Mm. Um, yeah, it was good. I want to say, you know what? I'll tick it off the list. I'm happy I have. Anyone else, Con? What, what did you see next? Uh, the other probably big movie I saw recently was Elvis. That's yep. Lerman's Elvis, um, which I was actually surprised by. I surprisingly liked it more than I thought I would. It's, it's Baz hmm. Luhrmann in a good way where it's like, I think his bombast and stuff works well for the life of Elvis. There's a few weird mo- like weird over-the-top shots that do sort of stick out a bit. But for the most part, it's a very solid film. The The letdown is probably Tom Hanks. Um, it's just sort of his character as the as the narrator and stuff is a bit distracting and he's got, you know, that vaguely European voice, but it's still very definitely Tom Hanks is a bit sort of meh. But it, I think um, I, was, I didn't think Austin Butler was going to win me over as Elvis, yeah. but as the film went on, he definitely did. Um, yeah, I was actually yeah pleasantly surprised by it. If you're an Elvis fan, I think you'll enjoy it, and I think other like just general film fans will enjoy it as well. Yeah, I need to see it, but I reckon it's going to be a uh, streaming one for me. Well, one of the, some of these musicals, I just sort of leave off, and then randomly one Sunday afternoon, I'm like, ah, oh, watch this. Yeah, hmm. yeah, Chad's. Um, well, while we're here, I mean, it's been like five weeks now uh, since episode ninety five. Uh, since then, we finished Stranger Things season four. Yeah. Kind of, have you? Uh, I think I've seen the ending, but I haven't watched yeah. it. I'm, again, I've only seen the first season. Uh, okay, well, once again, yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah, uh, very good TV. It's keeping Netflix alive at the moment. Um, and without it, I think I would, pro- to be honest with you, at the moment, I'm pro- I would consider blocking or like pausing my Netflix account right now. 
I'm at that. Really? I'm at that more point. Like I feel like besides watching Friends or Seinfeld sort of reruns, there's not much on there. And the only reason I get it back is for Stranger Things. But I think everyone knows I left work that day early to get home and watch it as it <laughs> literally started. And I was on the edge of my seat for four hours on that Friday night. My heart was beating so fast. I'm so invested back in these characters, and I thought it was a really good ending. Chad's. Yeah, yeah, no, um, best ending, big setup for season five. Oh, yeah. Um, I love, I love the villain. I think the yeah. villain they brought in Vecna really helped captivate. Having just having that big bad, um, that they haven't really had in season three or two. Yeah. Like they did, but it wasn't characterized as much yeah. as Vecna. Uh, and just I love the plan. It's very without giving spoilers, Infinity War vibes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, now I I thought it was bloody good a lot better than what i thought going yeah. into this season yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very pleasantly surprised uh the boys season three we finished watching that also uh, good stuff i was happy again i know con you haven't watched it sorry um but i've been slack you've been slack oh, yeah. i won't go into any more Is of it? it but it's still a very good fun tv show i can see how some people i'm speaking to have dropped off in season three they've just sort of been like uh, really can't get into this anymore and I think it debates also the uh, weekly release to binge model that of stuff, but I'm I was pleasantly surprised with the ending. I can see sort of roughly where they're maybe going with this show, and I still enjoy catching up with these characters sort of every week, and the fact that they're going gory and very sexual and very over the top compared to mm. some other shows, yeah. and they don't uh, seem to care, and they're doing it, and the studio's fine with them doing it, and they just release the hell out of this stuff, and I can't really complain. Jets. Yeah, there's not many shows that you can watch and be like, what the fuck? How did they actually yeah. put that in? Um, but no, I, I thought season three definitely did not degrade in like any kind of quality. It was like Stranger Things season four. It was probably yeah. my favorite season um, kind of since season one because, you know, you always got to love season one. It sets up everything. And I think the boys and Stranger Things had a good season one. Um, but no, fantastic. And episode six, I think, just took it to the next level of this season. Yeah. It's just like, wow, I'm bloody believable. Um, yeah. No, really good, especially if you watch the prior two seasons. Yeah, no, perfect. Uh, Con, uh, you've got a couple of things on your list here. You just fire away for Mm-mm. just a couple of extras. I, I, I think I've talked about it here and there, but we finally finished Money Heist with my um, yeah. with my housemates last Saturday night. I think it was. Uh, finally got through there. So five seasons. It was probably a season too long. Um, it's sort of like, you know, the first couple of scenes are really good because it was sort of really well self-contained and the way the mystery unfolded. But then basically the second half is them doing it again. Yeah. And it's sort of some of the impact is lost a little bit. And they sort of start to introduce these sort of subplots that kind of only really come together right at the end. And it's sort of like they only introduce it for the first yeah. time five episodes earlier or something. So it kind of, uh-huh. it loses its way a little bit. But overall, like it's still a really intriguing watch. Like we were definitely like, like the housemates and I were very much like, we want to see what happens with these characters next. Like we, we put our money on who's going to survive and who's going to make it through or whatever. And so that makes for an interesting watch. Uh, the other one I watched is um, Spiderhead, the other yeah. sort of new Netflix film mm. with uh, Chris Hemsworth and Miles yeah, Teller. I saw that too. Mm. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that quite a lot. Well, not quite a lot. I'd say it was pretty good. Yeah. Give it a seven out of 10, you know, a solid Netflix yeah. score. Um, it, it, I yeah. feel like it very much wants to be ex machina, but it's not quite there. Yeah, the execution, yeah, especially towards think. the end, it falls a bit flat. I think I think you're right, though. Like, the execution of the beginning bit and the ideas and the concept, it tries to convey, like, really good. Um, but then it falls into a classic Netflix film or action film towards yeah. the end, I feel. Yeah, it, it kind of it wants to say something about 
sort of mm. the gist of it is pharmaceuticals and how companies are sort of using that to affect our lives, but it doesn't really know what to say about it. Like it doesn't have a yeah. an overall message apart from it's bad, which is <laughs> fair, but you know, go a bit further. Mm. That's a perfect way to put uh, it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't quite carry that message, yeah. Yeah, and then just for a game for something different, I've been playing Mario Strikers, which is the which is Mario Soccer essentially. Yeah, it's heavy metal Mario Soccer, which is it's. Uh, I've played it on the Wii and loved it, and like loved it back then. So it was great to have it back. The only thing with this, like the gameplay is solid, it's still fun to play, but there's just not much else apart from like the core game mode. There's no story mode. Yep. There's no like there's a tournament mode, which is just playing matches back to back. There's no sort of extra stuff there beyond the base game which is a shame and i think it's sort of becoming a bit more like it's becoming common with all these mario sports games it's just like the gameplay is good but there's not much else either side of that Mm. would you recommend i've thought about picking it up actually so Mm. would you recommend i I think i think it's a fun time but i think you'd have to go in knowing that you're not getting much else apart from just the game yeah okay the gameplay yeah so you're not getting a you're not getting a career mode you're not getting a you know, leveling up your team kind of thing. I mean, there is gear and stuff you can buy for your yeah. team, but it's not like a FIFA sort of setup at all. It's very basic. Okay. I will, um, yeah, maybe, maybe. Have a think. I'll have a think. I'll have a gander. I'll have a look. Um, at that point, boys, I think we've we've done everything that we've we've showed and told now. Is that right? We're all caught up. We're all caught up. We're, and yeah. you know what? We've also caught up with you, the fans. Uh, so thank you very much. Um, it's been nice to see, see you again. Yeah, again. And we'll in see you again in about six weeks. Uh, no, we've actually got a lot of stuff coming out. And we'll, again, we'll get better at this. Uh, but no. Yeah, we're, getting, we're getting dangerously close to episode 100. We are. Like, that's very, it's very close. It's for the most organized people in the world. Uh, it's looking good. Uh, nah, I think as, as we sort of move along, nah, I, th- I think good episode, boys. Good to catch up again. Good to chat Comic-Con. There's a lot of stuff that we'll obviously be talking about yeah. soon as, as we finish Phase 4. Jackie, we already want to rank uh, that that sort of phase of the MCU. And we're not far off also D23 that I think start of September, I believe. Uh, so it's only like a month. Like yeah, a month and a bit away. Yeah. So we're going to get more of those news. Uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. I know, did any of you see the latest casting rumours for Fantastic Four though? Did you guys see that that one? Uh, let me let me nope. get it up because it looks... Uh, sorry, as we finish. And um, Yeah, so i got to go because, you yeah. know, my dinner's getting a bit, uh, bit cold. Oh, sorry, sorry. I've got Jack- chicken pox. So, you know, I'm not feeling great. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Jads. Uh, we'll leave you talk. We'll talk about this uh, casting rumours. We'll, we'll uh, talk about uh, it. We'll next week. Uh, everyone, <laughs> where can you find uh, you guys? CJ? That's CJ McKenzie if you're watching the yeah. video. If we have one, it's on there. At yeah. CWJY. MCK. Yeah, ZA. Jeez, it's been a while. Uh, Jads? And Jackie Boys twenty two on TikTok and Insta, and uh, Jack under Jack Mason underscore twenty two on uh, Snapchat. <laughs> you are sick, right? <laughs> you are sick. Why are you putting wow. Snapchat up? That means wow. uh, sneaky snap. Uh, <laughs> uh, right now, Judge, you're twenty nine. Uh, don't talk to people on Snapchat. Uh, and you can find me at Will Be Cuts <laughs> on all the socials, including Snapchat. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And bye bye. Bye bye.